Nelly. Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Oh, yeah, sure. You betcha. We're live on this 10th day of June, 2020, in the year of our Lord. First you take the sauna, then you roll in the snow. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver, that is. 1-800-951-0592. Or you can head out 24-7-365 at allamericangold.com. Updated daily. We're live on uh, AM radio throughout Arizona on KXXT 1010 AM Family Values Radio. Also simulcast up at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. We uh, dominate northern Colorado and up into southern Wyoming. Welcome to uh, all our YouTube Patriot Radio News Hour and our Facebook. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, 1360 KHNC. Yes, we are growing, growing, and we are doing it. With the big word, the big word that's out there that is now becoming very prevalent in the American uh, vernacular, the word systematic. And here we've got overrun systematic common sense. I'm joined with the head of Patriot Trading Group, Joe Jaquin. It's a great day to be alive for those of us that have survived and still going. Uh, it's amazing. The uh, the coronavirus news is back. We interrupt rioting and uh Everything that we've witnessed across our televisions, newspapers, and anything that's been put into our social media, the coronavirus is now back in the news. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, Eric. Good morning. Happy hump day to everybody out there. There's a little word. I didn't know what word you were going to use. Ah, systematic. <laughs> they all use it. Systematic I was, racism. I, I, so. I, I, I was waiting. I'm like, oh, no. Where's he going? Yeah. Well, get the button ready. You know, it's interesting that uh, you're just watching what's happening. Of course, today, every show, every radio show, every television show, everything, everywhere is racism, 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 racism. It's everywhere. Even tonight, NASCAR. NASCAR, uh, who is it? Wendell? What's his name? No, what's his name? Not Wendell Bubba. Scott. Not Wendell, Wendell Scott. Scott. That's what I was thinking. Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace drives for Richard Petty, the number 43, uh, is going to be driving... Uh, the Black Lives Matter car. Now, you think there's any guy in the world that's going to slam that car into the wall? <laughs> any of them? I mean, it, it, it should just everybody should just pull over and get listen, out of the way. Listen, I at have to this say, point, so. listen, I, I have been when I, I'm a NASCAR guy. Always have been. Uh, said it for years. I loved Richard Petty and Petty Motorsports. They're horrible. Okay, they're not. Forget about top ten. Right, I'm just glad when they're not running two and three laps down. If they're on the lead lap, that's like a good day. Like uh, they get a top ten finish in races where half the field crashed. Right, then he can say that. So they're not a, a competitive uh, car out there. But the 43 Bubba Wallace, that's the car I root for, uh, and, and he's the only African American driver in all of NASCAR, and not just the you know that NASCAR. They've got the the like the minor league system, you know. Right, that, right. you got to work your way work, up. Work your way. He's the only one in the whole system that I know. Of. What do they start with now? Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work your way up. So I don't know. So that, that would be great. Well, it's the be Tesla coming. cars are coming. <laughs> right? They 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 always do every race. They do uh, ramp it up, and, and they just show that you know the sound of the car going. Whew, whew, whew. 
Right, as the cars are going by, can you imagine the Tesla car be dead quiet? Now, I know for a fact that you've mentioned this before. You are a Bubba Wallace I'm a fan. Bubba Wallace See, fan. there you have it. So we're uh, we're quite diverse here. So that's going to be interesting. The uh, black Listen, I hope matters. what you just said happens. Everybody pull over, pull over and let Bubba Wallace win the race. I love it. How about if all the drivers got out on the track and took a knee while he was circling? circling. Well, that means it's interesting you brought that up. Why they're the, burning the uh, Confederate flag. At, at, well, at the race last week, one of the, um, you know, NASCAR is very big into military. Matter of fact, Bubba Wallace drives the Air Force car because Air Force uh, sponsors, you know, the big races like Daytona and things of that. He drives the Air Force car. Um, One of the Marines at the last NASCAR event took a knee. Okay. Bubba Wallace did not see it, you know, because when they're doing the anthem, they're out at their cars, standing at their cars. He said if he had, he would have taken a knee as well. So I wouldn't be surprised. We may see a knee at NASCAR. You know what's interesting? Bubba Wallace, Bubba Watson of golf. Now, see, I'm a Bubba Watson fan because I'm left-handed. So, you know, I kind of study his swing, and he's a great golfer. But he bought the General Lee, which was the 69 Dodge Charger from the Dukes of Hazard. And the first thing he did when he bought it, took the Confederate flag off the top of it. one 800 951 Yes, systematic common sense right here at the... Patriot Radio News Hour, a quarter century of separating the wheat from the chaff. Thanks for tuning in today. The privatization of police forces may be an incredible business opportunity coming up here. And if you want to see how that works, study the movie RoboCop. I didn't think, but you're making a great point. Well, this is what they want to do. If you're going to dismantle a police force, obviously. Listen, that may be Elon Musk's next adventure, right? Yeah, could be. He's so. doing SpaceX to get people up, back up in space and the mission to Mars. While he's doing that, maybe he's going to be working on the robot police officer. Now, think about it. What, think of the, the, what happened to the educational systems and because of the liberal union teachers. That uh, everybody, they started all these charter schools, and now there's more kids in charter schools than in public schools. It's devastating, the school system, because they don't get that money and the pensions and all of those things. And and you're right, if you're going to point to a model. Yep, why not use that in the police force? Why not use that? You can say you heard that here. Get rid of all the government stuff. Just another systematic dumb idea from Eric Cedarstrom. Rocket and firing 610. The date. I already gave you that. We'll be back. Stay with us if you can take it. Ah, the world's still nuts. Don't think that uh, just because you took time off from watching Fox News that uh, it isn't still running around out there. Joe said right now they just told uh, citizens in Paso Robles, California to shelter in place due to rioting. And I guess last night in Seattle as well they had a problem. Yeah, so. they, they stormed City Hall in Seattle. One of the uh, elected officials, one of the councilwomen, I guess must have let him in. They want the, the mayor to resign, uh, want to defund the police. God, you'd think it would be the conservatives wanting the mayor to resign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in Seattle. Oh, uh, but man. there was a shooting, they're saying, at the police station in Paso Robles uh, around 4 a.m. this morning. Uh, an officer was shot at the actual police station itself. 
Things are still on edge, and this isn't over by any stretch of the imaginations. Homicides in Los Angeles now have increased by 250% from just last week with a 56% jump in shootings. The L.A. Police Department reported yesterday the statistics overlap a time period of the violent protests, of course, in response to uh, George Floyd. May 31st to June 6th. L.A. also has had four new shootings in the last 24 hours. Uh, the week of 531 to June 6th, homicides went up 250%. I mean, it just goes on. The unrest around the United States is uh, still running at high alert. Um, just amazing what's happening. I saw a picture of the Lincoln Memorial um, defaced. And it says, the first one I've, I've seen, it said, uh, yesterday I saw it, it said, Black and brown lives matter. They spray painted across Abe Lincoln's face. So, of all guys, to, of all statues to do it to, so you know it's just ignorance. They don't know anything about history. They've been dumbed down, and most of them probably never even went to school. Now, remember, the uh, Fauci was out talking about the coronavirus. He says it's his worst nightmare that isn't over. And, um, you know, the cases are, are still pretty much going uh, on at a, at a pretty rapid we'll, pace. We'll pass Colorado today. Arizona will pass Colorado for number of cases today. Now, there's another miracle drug. This is miracle drug number four. Ooh, a new one. Just hit today. So it no. must not be that good because the Dow's down almost 200 points. Well, U.S. trial finds uh, it cuts coronas, coronavirus mortality rate by 40%. Um, ivermectin. Hmm. hmm. Ivermectin. Oh, I'm sure there's a something smart I can say about that. Anyway, um, so now it turns out that rioting isn't going to spread the coronavirus. You know, just check with any of the news sources. It's uh, <laughs> maybe maybe it's the tear gas. We should try that. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Right. Wouldn't that be great if that actually if that well, it, actually cured the coronavirus right, instead of drinking fish tank cleaner. You just get tear gas. Just get gassed, and you're and, good. and you're fine. Wow! Just think, I don't know. We can start a fight every day right here on the radio. I could easily get thousands of people in the streets here in Phoenix. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do it though. So anyway, apparently that you can get it. Nine universities have reported coronavirus cases within their athletic programs over the past week as athletes are trying to get back to practice. Schools are Arkansas State, Auburn University, Texas Tech, University of Iowa, Marshall University, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and University of Alabama. Two in Iowa? What, what's going on there? So, go ahead. I was just going to say, were they at the meatpacking plant? Oh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Well, maybe they played the Sioux City Bowl. That, that'll do it. Arkansas State last Wednesday reported seven athletes from three programs. Auburn, three football players tested positive. Now, I, I bring this story up for a reason. Oklahoma State linebacker Amen Abongbamija. <laughs> Abongbamija. I'm not kidding you. Ogbongbamija. O-G-B-O-N-G-B-E-M-I-G-A. Amen Ogbongbamija on Twitter said he tested positive after attending a protest in Tulsa, Oklahoma. After attending the protest... And being well protective of myself, I had con- contracted the COVID-19 disease while I'm marching. This is the first case reported that, you yes, you could actually get COVID-19 while protesting out in the streets. So, amazing. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. So, 
Because I know this. I know the athletes, they get tested when they get there. And so they know, okay, you you left campus, so you got to get tested again when you come back. So that's that's why they knew, hey, he didn't have it when he left. He went to the protest, came back, now he's got it. So they're, they're putting, I guess, putting that together. Uh, I, I thought it needed a couple of weeks before you knew, but apparently not. I guess not. So now, um, if you have HBO, cancel your subscription immediately. HBO Max has removed Gone with the Wind from its streaming library. <laughs> Are you kidding me? In order to add historical context to the 1939 film, long criticized for its romanticizing slavery in the Civil War. Also, the documentary Cops show. Yeah, I heard that's canceled. 31 years of Cops. No more bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? They're gone. So... Wow. Yes, it's just talking about tectonic change. Front page, well, the business and finance section today at the uh, of the Wall Street Journal. I'm just looking at the headlines. Caught my eye this morning. So at the top, they say airline losses are now over $84 billion. But Boy, that came really... F- the last number we had on the airlines was $45 billion. They said the, the, the group may return to profitability if they cure the coronavirus and somehow reopen the cities. Uh, by 2022, uh, e-truck startup Nicola's value, they went public last week. Here's this electric trucks, electric semis. These are semi-trucks, right. It's, Get rid of all the truckers out there. They're going to do it in ca- south of Phoenix here in Casa Grande. They want to build this this you know electronic factory. It's interesting. Go to their website and look at it. So They, they want to build it. Yeah, so they, they haven't. They haven't built it. They haven't sold a single vehicle. Do they even have a vehicle? I don't think so. I think that, but their market value now is higher than Ford, a company that helped win World War One and two. Don't worry, Wall Street's not overpriced. Isn't that something? They haven't sold a vehicle. They the don't even have a plant. They don't have the factory Ford. yet. Theater chain AMC e- probably done. Grocery bills. I'm reading the headlines this morning for you, so you don't have to, you know, subscribe to the. Wall Street Journal, which we kind of hate it anyway, but I like to give, look at everything I can. Grocery bills skyrocketing. That That is one of the things that they don't want you to hear about is the cost of food uh, going through the roof here. And, and especially, and, and since you're a boomer, right, and, and now that's a derogatory term. Us younger people like to uh, put that on you boomers out there. If you're on Social Security, right, you're on a fixed income the vast majority of that income goes towards the cost of food. Unfortunately, the way the COLA calculations come across, you're not getting the that, cost of, that living, cost right. of living increase. Well, they seasonally adjusted. That's right. Even in this, yeah, seasonally adjusted. So does it go to, see, as long as Social Security recipients don't live or eat, they're right. fine. You're fine. As long as you don't pay power, buy clothing, uh, get fuel, buy groceries, there's no inflation. Right, so, you know, because you know the computers keeps getting cheaper, so it's it's offset. That's what it is. It right? offsets. So, and then we have this, um, and then well, let me see, Ford, AMC, Airlines. Oh, Nasdaqs. That's a record. Yeah, another record. They're up again today. Facebook, Amazon, uh, Google, and Microsoft. I think they're at all are at all time highs, uh, driving that market. I do have something very interesting. Because uh, the oil inventories came out, oil's down again this morning as, as they've started having these crude builds again. 
And and I was wondering, how did we go from negative $38 to 40 How, how You know, in, in the course of a month. And You know what kind of money's been made when manipulating that paper market? You have any idea? Something very interesting, and I don't know if I just missed it, and we keep pretty good tabs, so I don't think that I did. But the government, the Strategic Oil Reserve, Right. Remember, I told you, hey, the government could buy like 30 million barrels. Well, Trump wanted to. Right. They never did it. <laughs> never, right? They never did it. Well, they did wouldn't it. let him. Right. They said no. What we didn't know is here's what they did instead. They rented out all the additional space that was still left in the reserve to the major oil companies. And they have filled it. While we're paying the government, oh rent. wait a minute, you're kidding me. So the reason so we why we could have put nine dollar oil in there, right? The reason why oil shot back up because they're like, oh, like the inventories, you know, these big inventory gains that we were seeing every week went away. Wow. And of course they were telling, oh yeah, because you know everybody's cutting production and blah blah blah. You know all so the, the governor. The government but, is supporting higher gasoline and correct. Oil prices. They, they, the reason why they said don't do it, Mr. President, was because this is a better idea. Wow. Let us rent the extra space out. Wow. That way, don't tell anybody we did it. That way, the price is going to come back up because the inventory reports will look better. My assumption is that that extra space has now been filled up. That's yeah. my guess. And all of a sudden now, uh, for the second week in a row, we're seeing these big increases in uh, the oil inventories. Matter of fact, one guy came out and said he took all that extra allotted space and said that crude oil inventories are now at a new all-time record high in the United States According to the uh, the EIA, 538.1 million barrels of crude oil is now sitting somewhere in storage all over the country and out in the, you know, the oil tankers and all of that thing. Oil inventory is never higher, yet the price is still like 38 bucks. And this was all in March. This is how fast everything moves. I mean, you're talking 45 days or, you know, 60 days. This is just incredible what's happened in that market. But the Goldman, you know, turns out Goldman Sachs, they always have their hands in all these things, has made billions, billions in the oil trades. I mean, wouldn't have that been a nice thing to know if everybody knew, oh, wait a minute, the government's going to allow them to store whatever it was, 30, 50, 70 million barrels of oil and not tell anybody. Uh, obviously, their they're good friends over at Goldman Sachs knew, right? They drove that price of oil way high. My guess is we're going to see oil start coming back down again, and that's not what they want, Eric. See, in 08, they changed the rules for oil trading in 08. Remember, Bush was our oil president, and they traded also in the stock market. You weren't allowed to short stocks unless you actually owned them. You couldn't blind. You couldn't naked short. Naked short, yeah. So you had to actually find the stocks, procure them before you could sell them. And I think they did the same thing in the oil markets because they really, remember, they put a lot of this in in 08. But now, I mean, Goldman Sachs gains that they've made in the last 60 days, they say, are just incredible. Over $3 billion, just one company. So you wonder why the 
the dollars losing its value. The uh, Gone with the Wind may be gone at HBO, but I think that's going to be a new financial documentary about the dollar on Netflix. The dollar's lower again today. It's amazing. Well, gold's up again, so... So these are just the world that we live in. I mean, where we go, where where nobody has the answers anymore. Even I don't have the answers. I mean, we're just sitting here watching all this, going, how how do we even get here to this point? Just last week alone, one week, the Federal Reserve bought over two hundred billion dollars of publicly traded companies' debt. So to allow think for about that. just to that just a week, think about it. they're doing that every week. That'd be a trillion dollars a month, and they're buying company debt that debt that normally these companies wouldn't be able to sell. Eric, right? Obviously, why is the central bank buying it? Because nobody else wants it. Well, yeah, I mean, who's gonna? But they want to tell you, oh, we're doing that because there's just not enough liquidity. That's their favorite word. Well, there's just not enough liquidity, and we want the markets to to function normally. The markets are trying to function normally. Yeah, but they won't let them. That they won't let the market function normally. Yet they're trying to tell you that's really what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. The markets want to function normally. We don't want to buy hurts. Bonds. Right. We don't want to buy Chicago. <laughs> we don't want to buy those bonds. Chicago Munis should probably be trading at about eighty uh, percent interest right now. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. A piece in Harvard Magazine listed out a bunch of values that students miss out on when they're homeschooled by their parents. The purpose of the article was to convince the federal government to pass major reforms, essentially outlawing homeschooling for most families. The author of the article wrote, quote, It's important that children grow up exposed to community values, social values, democratic values, ideas about non-discrimination and tolerance of other people's viewpoints, end quote. This list of missing values sure sounds convincing, but that's only at first glance. Let's break down what the author is really talking about behind all that academic doublespeak. When she writes about community values, she's talking about the global community as defined by the globalist at the United Nation. When she writes about social values, she's talking about the so-called comprehensive sex education misleading our kids by saying safe sex with lots of partners is the best way to live. When she writes about democratic values, what she really means is the warped view of our nation espoused by the liberal Democratic Party. When she says ideas about non-discrimination, what she really means is ignoring the terrible consequences of same-sex relationships. When she talks about tolerance of other people's viewpoints, what she really means is tolerance only for the views held by the leftists in academia. The elites at Harvard Magazine and the National Education Association may be terrible at teaching our children, but they sure can run a great marketing campaign. The language they use is flowery, but there's a sinister motive behind it. Like so many other government-controlled industries, their entire goal in life is to consolidate their own power by taking away ours. Their lofty platitudes can't disguise the fact that they're coming for our children and our right to make decisions for our children. The only way they win is if we don't speak out and fight for our rights. 
So don't be intimidated by their well-rehearsed talking points. We have the right to make educational choices for our children. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Listen to Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for staying with us uh, on this beautiful, beautiful day here in the Valley of the Sun. I hope this finds you well wherever you are still, uh, oh, probably sequestered somewhere if you're a baby boomer trying to get out of the way of the generally dumb public is uh, something I practice on on any given day. Hey, before we get off this oil thing, I just want to know BP announced 10,000 uh, job cuts, a lot of them right here in North America. And now Goldman Sachs, right on cue, has come out with a warning this morning saying that crude oil is set for a major fall and that we haven't even begun to see the damage and the carnage that's going to happen in the shale uh, in the shale fields, the oil shale fields. Uh, so that just came out. So I just wanted to throw that in there. BP's announced 10,000 cuts. Goldman now made a ton of money on going long. On long. Now they're going to go short, now, Apparently, I'm right. The strategic oil reserve, that's got to be full now. Goldman's saying it's coming back the other way and get ready for the next wave of oil layoffs. Man. Well, again, you know, they did too good of a job of manipulating the press and everybody, so who knows? I mean, the, all the issues are still here. Nothing's changed, and... Uh, a lot of it makes me want to vomit. Astronomers, yeah, I said, what's next for us baby boomers? So, you know, we've had everything. Now we finally got the pandemic, riots, wars. We got the pandemic. I said, what's next? That uh, we're going to get spaceships? I mean, that's the just a complete the UFO. The I didn't say that, right? The next thing's aliens going to land. This story, I didn't do it yesterday, but now it's got legs. Astronomers at a British observatory have discovered radio signals. <laughs> Radio signals from a galaxy three billion light years away. Wait a minute. From a galaxy far, far, far away? Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Three billion light years away that have a repeating pattern. Only the second time in history that's happened. So researchers said General Bank Observatory say the discovery could imply that the powerful bursts are linked to orbital motion of a massive star, a neutron star, or a black hole. Or maybe some kid with a radio shack <laughs> radio at a, at, a, at a parallel universe and galaxies. Oh, no. This thing's not working. <laughs> so that's it. That completes it. We can all now die. So all us boobers. So I love that movie Contact with uh, Jodie Foster. It's a great movie. I like it. So... I just agree with the statement. Uh, you know, if there isn't any other life out there, it sure is an awful waste of space. One eight hundred nine five one. Dumb joke Wednesday. What's that? Dumb joke Wednesday. Dumb joke Wednesday. I have a really good joke and I just can't do it. I don't want the windows. I'm grateful up. that yeah. you're not doing. It. I you told it to me and I'm grateful. Well, Dave started it yesterday, so it Dave, was Dave's fault. It, it was, was Dave's, Dave's fault. idea, but I, I actually added to it, but. Anyway, Honda Motor Company said in a cyber attack now has disrupted its internal network. 
and brought its factories around the world to a standstill. So even they've been attacked. So Honda's lives matter, don't they? I don't know. Production's been halted at their car factories today in Ohio and Turkey. Turkey, is that in Indiana? What are they building? I love that. Turkey. Ohio and Turkey. Turkey. It's the new globalism, as well as their motorcycle plants in India and South America. The whole thing's out. The company's working to fix the system. So isn't that weird? So uh, the, te- the eco oh, I, I, uh, tech T- terrorism. TD Ameritrade is down again today. Wow. Their website's down again. Uh, that seems to be a regular occurrence now. Uh, well, you know what? They all went to free, right? Oh, we're all going to be free. Now all of a sudden Not their stuff working. doesn't work anymore. How does an online trading company go to free trades? How do they make a living? Advertising? They know because they get you to buy. They get, they sell you their other products. So what they See, they hate the guy that you just buy a stock and sell, buy, sell one stock at a time, and you only use the money you actually have. They hate you, right? They can't make any money on you. What they want you to do is to use their other stuff, right? Their or they, lever- want, they want you to buy leverage. on leverage yeah, bar- and loan you money, loan you money, and all that stuff. Yeah, interesting. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, Amazon now is launching small business credit lines with Goldman Sachs. Well, they're into everything. Amazon.com's launching a new digital credit line for their U.S. based merchants with partner. Bank Goldman Sachs. Just another way for Amazon to own you from one end to the other, right? Isn't that something? So the small business owners who sell on the e-commerce giant platform will soon be receiving invitations from Goldman's Marcus brand for their revolving credit lines with a fixed annual interest of 6.99% to 20.99%. Yeah, how much you want to bet? The vast majority are going to be at that 20.99% versus the 6. Wow. If you get to the 21% card, you might want to forget the revolving line and just grab your revolver. So how about this Harvard professor? Now, this is an amazing story. He's indicted for lying about China funding. Harvard University professor Charles Lieber has been indicted on two charges of lying to the government officials the chair of the Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology at Harvard University was arrested and charged with making false statements. I'll, I'll boil it down for you. He was uh, being paid quite handsomely from China using the Harvard laboratories, working for a company called Wuhan, uh, W-U-T, but it's Wuhan. They were, his salary was $50,000 a month. Plus 158 grand for living expenses and a 1.5 million dollar sign-on bonus. To, what? Yep, to work with a research lab with the Chinese on campus as part of the contract through the program. So that may be a little hard to hide. Well, he he lied about the whole thing when they. No, asked no, him, they're not paying me anybody. No, no, I'm not getting paid nothing. What are you doing over in China every other month? Uh, we just took a look at your bank account. Harvard. How come you get $50,000 a month put into it? I'm a Harvard man. So Harvard man should be hung for treason, wouldn't you think? Oh, I would think. Yeah. So anyway, I hope they bring back the gallows and they build them like on Central Avenue. Don't forget, we've got seven hangings at noon on Sunday. So everybody come down. They would pack the streets. Everybody, they wouldn't be rioting. They'd you know, all trying to get a better look. So... It would straighten everybody out. So 
They used to do it. Come I on. I don't recommend They that. used to do it here in Phoenix. So, 100 years. You're 100, not Wyatt Earp. 100 years ago. So, yeah, when are they going to take all the Westerns off, too? they got to get the Westerns off of TV. I mean, how can this still be on? These are horrible, horrible depictions of... Well, right, you know, like, and I'm sure it's already like Archie Bunker and all those shows probably got to get tossed, right? Can't see those anymore. All in the family. I think it's already long gone. Is that long gone? He might be around somewhere, but... Uh, oh, in the global finance arena, I'm staying on that. Chinese companies now are putting off plans for U.S. listings as tensions between the world's top two economies rise. Lawyers, bankers, and accountants, and regulators involved in what has been a major... Capital raising told Reuters that it may all be coming to an end. The drop in interest from anybody wanting to get involved with the communists in a financial way here in America, with Trump dropping the hammer on them. That'll be interesting. That could not be good. That would have to get much worse before it ever gets better. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour, separating the wheat from the chat. We'll be back. Wall to wall and treetop tall. Patriot Radio News Hour. Merrick Cedar from Joe Jaquin. Orlean out front. AllAmericanGold.com. Thanks for tuning in wherever you may find us in this wide world of just absolute insanity. Joe was telling me about, uh, what is it, Zales? No, what is it? Yeah, Zales, K's, Jared, the Jewelers, they're all one company. A I didn't lot, know that. Yeah, they are. And a lot of people don't know. A lot of the retailers uh, that you shop at, you don't realize are part of bigger conglomerates like Kroger. If you're in the Midwest, they actually have a store that says Kroger on it. Here, there's no Kroger here, but there's Fry's, which is also part of Kroger. Safeway and Albertsons here. They're actually owned by the same company. Isn't that amazing? In this case, this jewelry store, all these jewelry store chains are owned by one, one company. Signet owns them all. Uh, they announced... This morning, I think it was actually yesterday, uh, they're shutting 400 more jewelry stores as jewelry sales continue to to decline rapidly. You brought up the great point. No one's getting married anymore as well. Uh, so 400 more there. Uh, That's just part of the, the, the sickness of this new society and these young kids and their nihilist. You know, no marriage, no families, buy no houses. They're not going to do anything. It's amazing. So, yeah, Jared... I mean, you know, a guy meets the love of his life. This is why we've always, you know, that, uh, you know, you buy, people get the first gold they get, usually a wedding ring, and they're making payments on it. In, in at, you know, 300,000% market. Right, right, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, and in other news today, we had earnings out from Starbucks and Taco Bell, a.k.a. Yum! Brands, does not paint a very good picture for the great V-shaped recovery. Probably why you didn't hear about it. Starbucks lost $3 billion in revenue last quarter uh, due to coronavirus. Said same store sales in May in the United States was still down 30, I think it was like 35%. Same store sales in China, which, you know, China's been reopened now for a lot longer than we have. They're saying still down over 25%. Uh, and then uh, Yum! Brands, they reaffirmed the exact same thing, saying they took a massive hit. Now, you got to remember, the Taco Bells didn't close. They didn't close here. The drive-thrus were open. But here's what they said they lost. There is no morning, 
crowd, right, because no one was going to work. No evening crowds, right? No, you know, after dinner, they said, you know, there's people there for lunch uh, to pick up food and pick up food for dinner, but uh, nothing else. Anything in between, gone. Now, think about that. Think of that. Because a lot of times, like at lunchtime here, when well, during the pandemic. I didn't know Tiger Bell did breakfast, but I guess they do. I didn't know they did either. Breakfast burrito makes sense. So the, the lines for the fast food restaurants at the height of the stores and no one was going in them and everything were got really busy. I mean, you know, they, they were out, you know, around the block trying to get into the Wendy's up in the North Valley, I noticed, for a few days there. And then it did it. It faded. So... So, again, once the, the meat got back in the grocery stores, which is weird. I mean, think how weird that is. Well, you know, you can't get any food, and the grocery stores are, you know, uh, out, but you can still order a pizza. <laughs> it's just so weird to think about. You think about the Great Depression. You couldn't order a pizza, the Great Depression. You know, it just didn't happen. Oh, I don't know. It's just absolutely nuts. So now there was a story also about the... Uh, the public pension funds, the problems that they're facing in the cities that uh, we had out earlier today. And well, you know, here here's the problem. Here's what they're worried about. Donald Trump owns the record now. The largest increase in the debt for one single, for a, a four-year term. He The highest ever. Uh, he just crushed Obama. Dollar amount or dollar percentage amount? amount? Do, dollar amount. And I, I, great question on the percentage. I, I bet both because it was such... Such a huge beat. They're saying that uh, during uh, the the Trump term, that the deficit could have jumped by over ten trillion dollars. They also have the large, which I thought would be Obama, the largest growth in the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve will also occur under uh, Trump one. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, and they released all this stuff. I mean, it's just and, all just and hit and part of the problem is is it's crowding out. The states and the city's ability to sell debt, and of course, we need the the Federal Reserve to be the ultimate backstop uh, for these things. And I don't know how all of this is going to end. I mean, you just start looking. This is why the dollar's been under pressure. We started talking about it yesterday. People are just starting to realize, holy cow, this tsunami of debt that is out there that needs to be bought up, needs to be rolled over. You know, when these debts come due, you know, whether you bought, maybe you bought a one-year note, a two-year note, a five-year note, a ten-year note, whatever it may be, you got to remember, it's not just federal debt, it's city's debt, county debt, state debt, right? And all these, as all these debts come due, uh, they had a huge problem in yesterday's 10-year auction for the federal debt yesterday, foreign participation fell to an all-time record low. The foreigners didn't want to buy the U.S. 10-year Treasury note at yesterday. Well, why would they buy it? A, it returns nothing, and uh, B, I guess their only rate of returns now is to go negative, right? Since you make money when the right. bond market In other falls. words, the foreign governments are saying, hey, we think you're, tra- you know, since you guys are hedging here, we think the, the yields are going to rise, which means we'll lose money. Uh, we're going to wait. How can they sell debt at these rates? But again, they got bad banks buying bad debt. So it's incredible. Incredible. The NASDAQ hits another high up over 10,000. Oh, we'll see. I mean, you know, I can't see gold. I mean, this is the most incredible. I'm actually speechless for the first time in my life of witnessing the events, the economic events that we've seen that we are dealing with.
The cities are still smoldering. They're all boarded up. They're all, oh, we're going to open. They're not opening. Most of it's never going to open. Well, 30% of the small businesses, they said yesterday, are never going to open. So you can have all these businesses shuttered with plywood on them. I mean, I just can't see that you can take on more and more debt. They can add $7 trillion into the economy. And gold not taking out previous highs. So they're really working very, very hard at it. But the issue isn't that gold's going to go up. It's what it takes to buy it is what's starting to really start to go down. And that's the issue. The paper currencies are because of just this incredible influx of supply. People are really starting to question the validity of the Federal Reserve note. And the word sound is a dollar. We'll be back. Radio News Hour. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin said the U.S. definitely needs additional fiscal stimulus today, particularly funding for industries struggling to reopen from coronavirus. I definitely think they're going to need another bipartisan legislation to put more money into the economy, the Treasury Secretary said before the Senate Small Business and Entrepreneurship Committee. Whatever we do going forward needs to be much more targeted in the industries and small businesses that are having the most difficulty reopening after, of course, being ravaged and burned. Democrats have been seeking an additional funding bill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, on her knees Nancy, is pushing for nearly $1 trillion in state and local aid to make up for revenues lost for during COVID-19 and has argued that failure to enact the funding will lead to job losses and tremendous interruptions into the city and state budget processes she's not wrong i know no that, that's a fact there's no doubt uh the states if they don't get the money uh that's going to be their only avenue uh but they don't want to talk about that yet i guess i'm not sure uh where, where we're going to see i think it's got to heat up here any day i keep waiting day after day maybe it's after jay powell is going to be talking this afternoon there's the, the whisper right now about what he's going to say is there could be talk about rate caps in other words not allowing the treasury notes the 30 year the 10 year to get above a certain number oh good luck with that that's like hawaii when gas hit three dollars a gallon saying we're not going to allow the oil to come in here very what happened was the islands just ran out of gas there, there's a significant talk, and it's actually gotten louder as the day, as I, as I uh, go through all of my so- sources. They're, they're saying that Powell may follow through on what they're calling controlling the yield curve. Well, this I can't even imagine that. So the, that's the end of the free markets, even the debt markets. Controlling the yield curve. Right, trying. Has this ever been done, Joe, ever? I, ever in any I don't know how that could work. economy anywhere? Hey, we're not going to allow for the ten-year note to go above one percent. I think they're worried about a dollar collapse. Year note going over two percent. Of course they are. Yeah, that's what it is. They're worried about dollar collapse and the, having to defend the dollar with overnight interest rates of twenty, thirty, forty, a hundred. And they don't want to say we're going to negative rates, so they're going to try to use this instead, right? Because they know if they if they don't come out and do it. Everybody says the bond market, get ready. They're going to want a higher rate of return. And they're thinking that Jay Powell's going to try to squash that with some form of rate control. Imagine Paul Volcker doing that. <laughs> when he was trying to get the price of gold down. 
you would think that that would add, you know, instant thousand or two thousand dollars onto the price of gold. I mean, instantly trying to keep the the U.S. debt markets from collapsing, but that would be common sense and uh, systematic common sense. Very hard to find. Uh, you want to give us a market update? Yeah, so where the, we're Dow, the Dow's down only now coming off the lows. Uh, right now down 130. The Nasdaq's still higher again. Uh, Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, Google dominating on the Nasdaq. Gold is now flat for the day. Actually just went down. Well, it's down 50 cents. Uh, was up about $10 early in the day. Don't be surprised if there's a major reaction in both markets after Jay Powell talks today. I think there was some uh, plunge protection team interaction today because they had panic-like selling at one point this morning. Early this morning. Early this morning, and now all of a sudden they've got it calmed down. So they're going to manage it and manage it and manage it till they can't manage it anymore. If you can manage and be your own Federal Reserve, call us. We'll help you get a portfolio put in place, get it up to you where you got it put away. One morning you're going to wake up and go, thank you. Glad I did that. God bless everybody. See you tomorrow.